0: Everyone, to the Agency Rocket Show, where I, Liz Hunt, and my bestie, Whoop, Chelsea Poppins, talk about the chaos of running a creative agency.
1: Yeah. So, today, what are we talking about, Chelsea? We're going to talk about balancing, how to balance your life, your work life, and your personal life, and if it's possible to have a successful business and be successful in your personal life at the same time.
0: It's a tight rope, let me tell you. And it's going to be an interesting conversation because I think maybe Chelsea and I don't agree on this topic. Dun,
1: dun, dun.
0: <laughs>
1: Battle royale.
0: <Ooh. laughs>
1: can't wait. So Liz, what are your beliefs on that? Yeah.
0: I think that you actually can't. I, I think like, it's not a thing. You don't get it all. You can't have it all. This whole idea of like, you can be successful in business, in your personal life, in your home life, in, um, like all areas of your life, being successful at it. I think it's actually a myth. I think it's, uh, not, I think it's actually a tool that is used to press people. And um, obviously specifically women to like distract women from actually being their best. No, I don't think we can be successful at it all. And I don't think we can have it all. And I think that balance is actually a myth. And what we're really looking for is just a good rhythm and just a good um, something that we can just live with. I agree with that that portion oh, of no. I we need, hold literally on. just pieces told everybody. You <laughs> okay, we this. literally just told everybody we were going to fight, and that I got so excited to fight. So I know.
1: Ready? No. There's pieces of what you say that I agree with. Okay. I do feel like balance isn't a light switch. You don't just have it or you don't. I do feel that it, it is a rhythm throughout your life where you're, you have multiple like pieces th- of things you're, you're doing in your life with your family. You have a kid, life changes. And so that yeah. rhythm changes with it. And it's never like, yeah, I got, I have a good balance. I don't, but I do feel like you can be successful in your business and your personal life. Mm. I guess that, that also depends on what you count as success what do you count as a successful yes. business? What do you count yes. as being successful in your personal life and those expectations? Yes. I am a firm believer of being able to delegate. I am learning. No, I've you learned are that. not. I, you I, are I,
0: the no, worst oh delegator I have ever met. Oh my gosh. You're a liar. I
1: believe you should delegate.
0: I'm going to call you Posh Spice. <laughs> Be honest. Be honest. Hold on. on. I believe you should delegate. Do I I live by (laughs) it?
1: Okay, David Beckham. Yes. Thank you.
0: I believe
1: you should delegate (laughs) in your business. uh If you have the right people in place. Yeah. Do I delegate all the time? No, not all the time. Because I think, Liz, you feel the same way like in a fast-paced agency. or I feel like any business, when you have to train someone to take over a role that you already have all the information, you're like, oh, well, if I just did this, it'd be faster. Yeah. But in order to create a, a better team environment and everything, you have yeah. to actually train others to be successful and yeah. help you in the business. Yeah. But. I do feel like there is a way if you don't have enough time or capacity in your business and you can re- lean on someone else to help that business succeed, mm-hmm. you can be still be successful in your business while you f- have time to focus on like your family and be successful in that personal life. Mm-hmm. And th- like you said it is a rhythm. It is an ebb and a flow mm-hmm. of where your focus is. So I agree with some some of what you said, but I also agree, th- agree that you can be successful in both.
0: Hmm, interesting. I definitely think that there are seasons where your business needs more attention. And I think that there are seasons when your family needs more attention or you personally, maybe it's your health, maybe it's your mental health, maybe it's, you know, I don't know, something else. Maybe it's winter. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's winter, you know, just like, I do think that there are seasons of your life where specific aspects of your life need more attention than others. And I think that if we can learn how to do that and do it well, that is how we actually get successful. It's when we only ever focus on the business and completely ignore our mental health or our families that creates like a system of just constant failure in our lives because we're failing our family or we're failing our business if we don't ever focus on one or the other if we don't allow for our lives to have seasons
1: mm-hmm. but I, I, I keep replaying that what your phrase would say that the phrase that you use like to have it all yeah and to an extent saying that like us as women, mm-hmm. we can't be successful in our families yeah. um, if we work or yeah. if we're not stay at home moms or yeah. if we are just like living for our families and taking care of them. Like, I respect yeah. everyone who does that. Not to say that like that isn't a way of life or, or like a choice. Yes. Um, that is a job. It is a full time job like, to, <laughs> to
0: be. That's a way a harder job than what we do. <laughs> yeah, Keeping people kidding? alive. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> and it's 24 seven. There is no off switch. At least we get to go home at the end of the day. You know, like, but being a mom, there is, there's no off switch. Like, whew, that, like, I take a, I do my job so that I can get away from being a mom. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's so I hard. <sighs> yes. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Stay at home mom is literally the hardest job on the planet. So. god bless anybody who does it yes anyone who does that is a like saint from heaven so yes
1: that is the reason why I don't want anyone to think that it's not possible to be successful at more than one thing going on in your life.
0: Okay, that's not we, what I said. That's not I mean what it I is. Said. It is. You have work, you
1: have your personal, you have your relationships, no. you have all those other what things.
0: I am saying no. What I'm saying is that we cannot have it all. No, that's not a thing. Having it all is not a thing. But I agree that what you are saying is like Redefining what success looks like, I think is actually the narrative that we have to tell. I think that piece right there, that little nugget that you dropped, is actually the secret to being successful in all the areas that mm-hmm. we're talking about, and so there is
1: plenty of yes. t- times where you and I do not feel successful where we're like <laughs> we're like
0: we're oh, like, we are not successful.
1: But it ends and anybody else's minds. They look oh, at us they're and yes. they're like, oh, they're successful. They're yeah. badass. They're doing the things yeah. that they said they would be doing and they are activating on things and they are yeah. creating a community and they are helping yeah. people. But in that same respect, when you are up close and it's right in front of your face and it is yeah. your life, it's so yeah. easy to I yeah. use a microscope to find all of the cracks.
0: Yeah, They didn't see me driving home on Friday night, crying on my drive home, <laughs> you know, because of what happened with this client or that client. Yes, that's absolutely true. But, um, Oh, I lost my turn of thought. It's like, okay to cry. <laughs> oh yeah. It's actually really healthy for you. It's a stress reliever and really good for you. Um, But I do think that your point about changing what success looks like is actually like hitting the nail on the head because one of the things that I realized a couple of years ago, I was reading this book um, called beginners pluck and I can't remember the author's name. She's so great. I love her. But um, yeah, are you going to find it for me? (laughs) Thanks. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, but I will. She, she
0: was talking about all these like things. She started this business and she was just like this crazy, awesome girl. And I truly
1: Borkin Bohannon. Yes, Bohannon.
0: Yes, she's so cool. Um, I don't honestly remember very much from the book, except for that. I loved it, except for this very one specific thing that I took from the book that has absolutely wrecked me. Um, And she said, you are average. And and she had like a whole chapter about it. And when she started talking about it, I was deeply offended and like could not get over it. And I was like, hold up, that's Burn this book. Yeah, like (laughs) that is rude. And like, why would you ever say that about me? I am so special. I'm a creative. And, you know, like, like all these things. But then as I started realizing it, she started like talking about it more. And the whole concept behind it was like, basically, you're average. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you are going to be okay with being average and not being the elon musk mark zuckerberg you know jeff bezos of the world and like your success is like it's okay to have like an average amount of success and that like absolutely blew my mind because for for such a long time of my life my expectations for myself have been um, making me super unhappy, you know? And like the expectations, I think that we as women and a society are making us super unhappy. And I realized that like, that's what we do in so many areas of our life is that we tell ourselves we can have it all And then when our lives don't align with that, we're like super unhappy with our lives. We're like, what you know, like I'm supposed to have it all. Like our expectations are up here for our lives, but then our lives are like down here. And then we're like constantly unhappy Mm -hmm. with our lives. And so then I started realizing like, oh, it's a mismatch of expectations because i I need to I need to understand that like the success the success needs a new narrative. my success needs a new narrative, my success needs a redefinition mm-hmm. and that was a really, really long way of saying what you said in like one sentence <laughs> <laughs> That's that's how you and I you're I very know, good at like articulating it. I'm like uh, so.
1: I think it's yeah I didn't just so direct and to the point or <clears throat> no, like great. let's cut to the chase but like no I love what you said about like I'll your spend... life needed a new narrative like you created yeah. music out of it and, yeah and like you you made it into art the way you explained yes. it yeah. and I mean you are a creative director and I'm the yeah. exe- executor so yeah, it makes that's sense true.
0: that's true the dreamers I... and doers yes. yeah so, yeah
1: I think that's like the perfect way to say it is like your mm-hmm. n- life needs a new narrative and it yeah. comes back to the basics of like the labels that you're put on yourself and yeah. um trying to like what success looks like within those labels. Yeah. But for me finding balance in my life for a bit was like hard this year because I was like, well, I want to, I want to find a Christian community that I want to be a part of uh, yeah. a group of ladies because I wasn't directing my time towards my Social life and like my friend group, and the mm-hmm. people that I'm surrounding myself with, and I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer that you are the top five people that you surround yourself with absolutely, and so I had to rethink about what I wanted to look like mm-hmm. and what a successful version of myself wanted to, wanted to be and what that looks like to me and then I had to reexamine the friends and the community that I'm surrounded by, and if that reflects it, yeah, and from there, that's why. I was more, in, I kind of set a theme for my year where I'm like more intentional about being in a Christian community, being around women in business, being mm-hmm. around driven, passionate individuals who yeah. like kind of like thrive in life and think a bit deeper and they want yeah. more for themselves and they want more for their family. Yeah. And so that's why you and I get along. And I mean, that's also why like you and I joined, I joined Pinnacle Forum. Yeah. Uh, just based off of hearing some things from you and yeah. um, your interactions with them. And mm-hmm. I'm, I love the women in there and yeah. it is great because it is virtual. Um, yeah. You're not like in person, but it still gives you a community, a consistent community at each week to meet and discuss things Yeah, um, with like-minded women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sidebar real fast. The group that Chelsea's talking about pinnacle forum is a faith-based leadership community that does meet virtually, does meet once a week over Zoom. Um, And it's for people like Chelsea and I who are um, leaders in business. And it's both men and women, so it's all all types. (laughs) And you meet, you get into a small forum, a small group, it's like 10 or less people and you meet once a week and you just talk about what's going on in your life. You talk about your business, you talk about your employees, you talk about your family, you talk about your faith, you talk about community, whatever it is that's going on in your life, you get to share with them. Um, it's only an hour long, it's on, it's once a week and um, it's a confidential space. I personally love that it's not local because I get to hear and meet people that are all over the country. And so um, that's just a quick little sidebar on what Chelsea's talking about. So Mm -hmm. sorry, Chelsea, go ahead.
1: No, you're good. Uh, People needed that context. (laughs) I just go on rambling. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) But the other side of it is when you are running a business, it's so easy to be assumed by that business and the the workings of it. And there's times where like you and I get super passionate about things and we got kind of go into like a manic state of just yeah. like working into business because we enjoy working yeah, yeah. Um, or we don't enjoy working and it's just a stressful week. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but I know my relationship this year uh, was struggling to find that balance um, yeah. of hanging out with each other, having quality time and making yeah. sure each of us feels like loved in the way that we receive love and the way we yeah. um, give love. Yeah. And so like, I needed to restructure my time, my, my balance, and I needed to say no to things in order to create that space so that I could feel Mm. like I had more balance in my relationships and me as a Christian and Mm. the business side of things and work Mm -hmm. side of things. And then all those other cups that I needed filled, I had to figure out how to fill those to the, for me to feel comfortable. And it is that reshaping of what success looks like to you, even if, that cup isn't 100% full. Maybe it's just like halfway full. And that is success Yeah, because there's only so much you can give. Mm -hmm. There's only 24 hours in a day. Like you cannot do it all, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it is reexamining what success looks like for you. And and oftentimes it is what you need to say no to.
0: When, um, when you were realizing that you needed to like restructure your time to spend it, with your partner or your friends or whatever, was that something that you knew um, intuitively? Or was it something that Ryan said, you know, like, Hey, like you're not spending enough time with me or you know what I mean? Like, was it something that came externally or was it internally? You know what I mean?
1: It was both. It was both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I- Someone who's a, like, I have a pulse on like my life and the yeah. things going on. So even if I've, no one has told me, like I yeah. have an inkling or yeah. an intuition in the back of my mind, whether I choose to acknowledge it or ignore it. yeah, I, I feel like I do know those things, whether I choose to make it better is on Yo. me, yeah. but also healthy communication uh, between yeah. my partner and I yeah. Um, like, Hey, do you feel, do you feel like I am, do you feel loved? Do you feel like I am giving you enough time and of my time? And do you feel loved by me? And is this working? Do we need to set up a date night?
0: Do you actually ask Ryan those questions? I do. I do. Wow. I I know he has a heart. (laughs) No, like I have Andrew and I've been married for 17 years and I've never asked him those questions. That's. But I, I'm a different person than you are, so you are a big, you, big-hearted person. But also, you guys don't call each other's names. And Well, yeah. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we healthy fight, you know. So, yeah. well, at least we have one side going yeah, well
1: for Ryan us. And I, Ryan and I, like, joke, have a little more of a... <laughs> Aggressive love, or like you're a twat today. (laughs) Oh
0: my god,
1: (laughs) so we have to have those questions just
0: just today, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's awesome. You just like you learn if you want a relationship to work, you have to ask hard questions.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Andrew's pretty vocal, I suppose. I don't really have to ask, he's usually one thing from you that
1: I learned is setting up a date night.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. That honestly is one of my most favorite things that we've ever done. And actually that's something that we, um, Andrew and I did, um, back even in college. So it was like prior to starting a business, even it was like Friday night is date nights, you know, and back in college, it was, um, I was still in school Andrew was finishing my last year of college and Andrew had, um, he was done and I needed a one night a week where I was like, not doing homework, you know, and not thinking about school. And so we had just, I had just said like Friday nights, I'm not doing schoolwork. I'm not thinking about school. I'm going to give myself a break. And so it's something that we just like started super early on in our relationship. And, it's just stuck. And I freaking love it. Friday nights are, it's just like our night to like let go of, of the week. And just thinking about all the stressors and everything. And it's wonderful.
1: I love love how consistent you guys are with it too. Like it is is every Friday Yeah. for me, Ryan, Ryan and I shift it towards like what works well with our schedules because I have like training and other things going on. Yeah. That might interfere. I was in the pickleball league. (laughs)
0: Yeah. 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 That's true. There's, we don't, there's not really much that messes with Friday nights. We even there for a while, we even had like a babysitter and we kind of do now too. Uh, It's just a little bit different, but there for a while we had a babysitter who was I think she started, she started with us when she was a sophomore in high school and we basically had her on retainer and it was every single Friday night. She would come watch our daughter when we had Landry. So yeah, it was best piece of advice
1: for you as a parent is invest in a babysitter.
0: Yeah. Have a date night. Yeah, just put him on retainer. Like I had to stop myself short of just like That's such a business executive way. We had her on retainer. Honestly, <laughs> like I had to stop myself short of making her like an actual salaried employee because I was like this is happening. I am not going to like not have a date night. I was I was like I this happening. Like girl she's gonna boss do this? tip 101. Yes, yes. like just just do it just get it done make it a priority because i mean like i just really need time away from my i love my daughter but like i just don't want to hang out with children all the time that's understandable sometimes (laughs) you just especially
1: as a creative you need space to think and to tell you this all the time like when Ryan leaves town and it's just me in the house and nobody has any expectations of me and nobody's talking to me. Nobody's asking me what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, what I plan to do. I'm going to eat. I'm like, just let me just, just let me survive the day. Like it would be perfect.
0: yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh goodness. So, okay. So getting back to balance and work and things, I think a lot of it Kind of what we're saying is that just figure out what rhythm is actually working for you. If it's one night a week, like, I think that's okay, you know? Um, Like in my family, for us, Tuesday nights, Andrew and Landry go shopping at Costco on Tuesday nights, so I work late, you know? Like, I know that they're going to get home, Andrew picks up Landry, and they're going to get home, and they're gonna go straight to Costco. So I have a chance to like work late on Tuesday nights and I take that opportunity and I do it, you know. Um, Other nights we have like church events or friend events or this event or like, you know, other things. And so like, I don't get a chance to work late, you know, like I want to be. Um, I, you know, take it where I can. Um, And I am not gonna lie. You know, the amount of things I do outside of my work. I do quite a bit of volunteering for our local church. And then, you know, we spend a lot of time with our friends because I think it's, um, I think having a strong community of friends is probably, um, I think it's one of the most important things that, you know, like, as a human being that you can do is having strong connections with humans, other humans, you know, um, I think because of that, I do think that that has cost me business. I think that it has caused my business to not be as successful as it could be, you know, and whether that is good or bad, it just is,
1: what it is yeah and you're also on the board of pinnacle forum and yeah you're on the, you're on the board of aga
0: a-i-g-a aga, yes aga. The A-I-G-A. yes yeah you're sure. other
1: other like you have you have other things
0: yeah
1: so i mean so do i like the training the right like you and i are you and i have similar mentalities on in order to be like a successful business, you have to have those connections and you have to constantly, like we enjoy helping people. We enjoy being a part of like our community mentoring and uplifting women in business and uplifting kids. I don't know about you. Mine's mine's like kids, (laughs) but but I train kids and I want to help them in that athlete space. And yeah, I I love helping my friends just like you uh, be successful in their businesses and to, I feel like I if if I am capable of helping I should. Yeah. And in, in whatever way that I can especially to mm-hmm. my close circle. Yeah. We've spoken in the past about layers to that. But we yeah. you and you and I I think constantly stay busy in yeah. to cha- to challenge ourselves yeah. to keep to keep growing um yeah. to feel uncomfortable and because we believe growth comes from that discomfort and not yeah. just being stagnant in our lives so
0: for sure yeah and back to the idea of being you know average <coughs> one of the things I know <laughs> but like one of the things that I've realized is like having that redefinition of success and redefinition of a narrative and all that stuff um like because I am the CEO and of my business and because i am you know doing volunteering in some of these other capacities but i'm also a mom you know i have a five-year-old daughter and um i realized that as a mom i am always gonna be average you know like i'm never gonna be the like super mom i'm never gonna like bake all the gluten-free nut-free like made (laughs) baked goods and i'm never gonna be able to go to every single event i'm never gonna be able to show up to landry's classroom to help out the teachers and i'm you know like i'm never gonna be super mom i don't drop landry off for school i don't pick Landry up from school. I don't know, like I don't do any of that stuff. And I realized that like what needed to happen for my life is that I needed to realize that being an average mom was actually okay. And that like, I'm actually okay being an average mom. Like I'm not gonna be super mom. And I'm okay with that because I actually want Landry to see me being super, super successful, hopefully, in some of these other areas of my life. And to mm-hmm. me, to me, that's the narrative I want to tell. That's the that's the successful story that I want Landry to see more than um, some of these other things. And it's truly because That's just who I am. Like, I don't, I don't know how to cook. I just genuinely don't. Do I know how to run a creative agency? Yes. Am I good at it? Yes. And so like, that's what I'm going to do. Um, because that's what I I know how to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you're a
1: great mom and I (laughs) think, I I say it as if you're my mom, (laughs) I think you're a great mom because I mean, Okay. People who, people who don't even not, know you. I
0: just want you to know I was not fishing for a compliment. I, I do
1: appreciate you saying that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't no. give
0: it to you if you were fishing. Oh, yeah. oh, I wouldn't true. give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't make it that easy. You'd have to pull it from me.
1: But no, I, I think you're a great hmm. mom. And when you say you don't drop your, you don't drop Landry yeah. off and you aren't there yeah. all the time, but you still have yeah. a strong like family support with like, you're not just like your mom. It watches Landry yeah. and she still yeah. knows that she is loved and she still gets yeah. attention and she still, her needs and emotions are still seen and felt and yeah. acknowledged. And yeah. so like Landry is, I'm not worried about Landry growing up yeah. to be a twat yeah. <laughs> or, or like, yeah, You know, you are still a great mom and you are still balancing it well and you are successful in my mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, thank you. I appreciate that. The thing is, I think I just, I think I just had to realize that like what we were talking about is like having it all is not a thing. And I think we just have to realize like, what are we okay with? Like being our super successful selves at if it is being super successful at being a mom, like if that's your thing, do it, and do it with everything inside of you, you know? But like for me, that's not who I am. And so like my super successful thing is running a creative business and helping other women who want to run their small businesses, right? And so then like that means that other things I have to be okay with, being average at, you know, it doesn't mean that I, that I'm like, that I'm just like going to completely be a negligent mom, you know, like I'm not going to just like completely neglect my daughter, but I'm okay with like just being an average mom, you -hmm. know, it's because like, I'm not going to kill myself trying to be and have it all. And I think that's part, I think that is what I'm trying to say when I say we can't have it all and we have to rewrite the narrative of what success actually looks like in all those areas.
1: I love that. Way to make music with it.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Lemonade.
1: Yes. So I guess what, this goes to my question. What are you okay what is the first thing to sacrifice and what are you okay with sacrificing while you're trying to find that balance between work and personal?
0: Yeah, I do think that, I mean, I'll just, I'll just be really vulnerable and say, like, I do think that there are parts of the business that um, I do think that I could have been more successful. Like if I didn't care (laughs) about my family or i didn't care about um you know being a part of a church community or being a part of my friend community things like that like if i wanted to live without a heart there are certain things that i could have done one of which would be to like not even live In the marketplace that I live in, you know, like the area that we live is a fairly small marketplace. There's just not a ton of opportunities where we live. You know, we live Mm -hmm. in a smaller, you know, under a million people. Our town is under a million people. And so, like, there's just not as many opportunities here. But because of the relationships that I have and because of the
1: network well, and community. Uh, well, I mean
0: truly, yeah, the honestly, it's literally because of the relationships that I have here. The people I love and my family is now all here. Um because of all that, I've stayed. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think that is 100% not I mean, not 100%, but that is definitely a factor in um you know, the business could be More successful. Do I know that for a fact? No, of course not. But I mean, you know, yeah, I would say like the business would be more successful if we were in a larger market,
1: you know? What's the phrase, um, whatever dog you feed, there's like a phrase that's kind of whatever dog you feed is the one that will thrive. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that makes like perfect sense. in yeah the balance of your life and the rhythm of your life. And yeah. if work like your explanation makes perfect sense. Yeah. You're you don't aim to be the devil wears Prada and yeah. to be stomping on souls left and right. And yeah. you have a heart and you lead with it. And that's why you're so successful as at, at a cloud, as a CEO and empathizing with them, like your team, <laughs> your teammates and clients and sure, Um everybody else. So I, yeah, I, I think that's, there's, that's also like, like the culture of day cloud too. Yeah. And yeah. it wouldn't be the, it's that or the same without that mentality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For for me, I would yes. say,
0: what, what have you sacrificed?
1: I would say, honestly, I've been growing up being an athlete and like playing in college. I've come and like living overseas and going to the next yeah. country every couple months. Like I've learned to sacrifice my social life. Yeah, I've become so comfortable sacrificing my social life. Yeah, that in order to be successful, in order to mm-hmm. be disciplined to, because in, in college, you have to have your priorities stacked, Yeah, you have your, you have your faith, you have your family, you have your school and your sport. Because without yeah. school you cannot have your sport. Yeah. But if you don't have your faith in your family, those are always gonna be the top tier things. Yeah. Yeah. And so social falls somewhere underneath here. If yeah. you can squeeze it in, perfect. If you can't, like that you just can't. And or <laughs> you will if you try to fit it in. Yeah. All those other areas will suffer. You will not be good at your sport. You may lose your scholarship. You might like not be good at your academics and still lose your scholarship. The things that are, like so, I always yeah. got so used to sacrificing my social life because mm-hmm. that's the first, that's where my priorities lie. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care. Like I would find time to have friends after season or things yeah. like that. And even living in a different country, like you're alone, and right. I think that was my favorite thing like, was to yeah. run away from problems and people, and be like, "Oh, I don't know if I can go to your wedding or your baby shower." And <laughs> in a couple <laughs> months, like I'm gonna be in like Switzerland or something. Like that was my favorite. Yeah. Like it's a, it was a refresh in my mind. Yeah. To be to just be like, I'm gonna be in a completely different zone and chapter. Yeah. and yeah, that's just how I feel right now. But I don't have kids, right? I don't, I don't have all of those other areas to balance either, like my yeah. alone time. I have friends, <laughs> but it is a small circle, sure. Um, and I, I think that's the area where I am most comfortable sacrificing.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting that you feel like, like, you did sacrifice your relationships basically is kind of what you're saying. And then I'm saying, I feel like I sacrificed some of the success of my business for relationships. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I think- don't go ahead. I, I don't
1: feel like because I sacrificed, I feel like everyone that I sacrificed the social for, <laughs> they respected the, the, my drive and my, my priorities, because I was so confident in those decisions. Yeah. And, and if they didn't respect it, I don't know where they're at now. Like,
0: yeah. (laughs) yeah And that's the thing. Same here. It's like, I mean, who knows if I actually would be more successful, you know, if I hadn't, if I weren't, if I had more friends or if I didn't have as many friends, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. It is like sh- should have, could have, would have, you know. A what if life? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you exactly. and I are
1: like ten years apart, and um,
0: um, <laughs>
1: um, and living completely different me. lives. Excuse
0: <laughs> me. <laughs> excuse me. That is not true. <laughs> We're like five years apart.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we've lived totally different lives.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's true but Very i different. i didn't start my
1: actual like career until I retired from basketball. I had jobs here and there.
0: basketball was a full career. It was a full career, yeah. Your second career, you mean. You didn't start your second career.
1: I didn't. Well, I felt like I didn't start my life and I had to play catch up with other people's lives because they had been, it's almost like I put my life on pause to play basketball, pro ball Hmm. for that long. And then when I retired, everyone had relationships. Everyone had been in their careers for years. Yeah. And I- I'm like, well, I'm single. I haven't had, like, my resume says pro ball on it and a couple other things. Yeah. And my, like, I just felt, like, so um, not al- alone, behind. That's the yeah. word. Yeah. I felt so behind on life. And hmm. I felt like I needed to catch up as fast as I could. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the piece because... I'm like, well, if in order to do that, like, I have to work hard. I have to find a job. I have to sacrifice things again in order Mm. to be successful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So we all sacrifice things for better or for worse. I think that's maybe some of what I haven't quite figured out yet. Just personally, you know, Um, for better or for worse, you know, like we all Mm -hmm. sacrifice stuff and I think my relationships with people and family and things like that, I think, I think I definitely am a better person for it. Um, and I'm super thankful for all of them. Sorry. Yeah. Like some people choose a different path and like they don't choose relationships or it's that same idea of like you reap what you sow. So it's like, if you sow into relationships, you're going to reap good relationships. If you sow into your business, you're going to reap good business. If you sow into your marriage, you're going to reap good, mar- good marriage. You know, just like all those things. It's literally that principle of like you reap what you sow. So like if you sow into specific things, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to reap in your life. And I think that is like what we're talking about essentially.
1: Yeah. There's seasons in your life and you got to reassess what dog, what dog are you feeding Yeah. <laughs> during yeah. this time? I, okay. Well, on today's episode, we talked about, um, balancing our personal and work life and, um, what does it mean to be successful in both? And
0: yeah, redefining think, that narrative,
1: redefining that narrative, being okay with being average and a lot of other things that we cover <laughs> to be completely honest. <laughs> Just but be
0: average, everybody. It's great. Be super average.
1: <laughs> You're perfectly fine being average. Moral of the story, tips from J Cloud. Be average.
0: Be okay being oh, average. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on, on the things that are small. Like, let me, yeah, I just feel like I should caveat that. Disclaimer. Okay. Yes.
1: We're going to yeah. have a shirt that says it's okay to be average.
0: That's exactly, actually, that's a great idea. Just average. average.
1: All right. Well, thanks <laughs> for tuning in. If you like our podcast, like, share, follow. We love any f- good feedback. You can email us at show at agency-rocket We'd love Ag- to hear from you. Agency. Agency. All right. Peace out.
0: <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>